and we're back again I didn't check yeah I'm good I forgot to check my mic I did that I, I actually had the whole room set up because yeah uh, I noticed the pop tart was in place the water yeah. was in place everything it's it's almost like you were expecting me well that was part of it uh, the other half was I had to uh, bring the two noise making uh, home protecting well no home alarming uh, devices that we have that are covered in fur down to uh, the dungeon as it's so aptly named by you. Yes. Because the baby's hey. down for a morning nap as opposed to afternoons because mama has Halloween plans for the child. Oh, I forgot about Halloween plans. I was wondering why it was an earlier nap, but I forgot that most everything Halloween is going on tonight around here. So. Well, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. If... Uh, Okay. I'm good with it. There are lists last online night. that I've been speaking yeah. about ad nauseum. I, I, told, so. I told a buddy last night that I'm actually expecting for the evolution of Halloween to be another one of those holidays that, like, it's Memorial last Day Saturday. is the last Monday yeah. of, the, of of May. And I, I'm, I'm actually kind of expecting Halloween to turn into, it's a case of, Halloween Day is here, but we're going to celebrate it the last Saturday of the month uh, type of thing. Because, I mean, there's people starting to get really into stuff, and yeah. with everybody work schedules and, and things you can't and around here there are so many different organizations that are doing what is called trunk or treat which, which is, is a much safer and better option yes than your normal trick-or-treating somewhat to your point last week of where you've just decided people don't pay attention I can only imagine what would happen with a bunch of kids trick-or-treating exactly That's probably not a bad idea well, see there was a well when I was at that age Oh, we'll just say elementary school age. Yeah. Um, and we're talking mid to late 70s. The people that lived at the top and the bottom, or so basically the two ends of the road yeah. that I lived on, those people would basically park their cars across the road and, and, and stay there. I mean, yeah. they would hang out. They would be right there. If there was an emergency or, you know, someone who lived there was coming in now, they basically tried to keep it to where nobody was driving up and three, down no the road. No traffic. Because, <laughs> you know, in the mid to late 70s, there would be 100 kids walking down a neighborhood right. street uh, to do the trick-or-treating. And, you know, people would come from a block over, two blocks over, but people back then didn't drive from six miles away. Mm-mm. Now, I know there's certain neighborhoods around here that, you know, the houses are expensive. And I actually have overheard people talking, oh, we're going to that neighborhood because they are gonna they can afford the good candy. Uh, well, whether or not they can and will are two different things, number one. Well, that's true. But we uh, we help out our local VFW with theirs. Correct. Uh, they, they actually, they got the idea from a couple of different members. Their churches were doing it. And they were like, you know what, we got to find a way to get people... In our parking lot, into our facility, because as with any nonprofit, they have things that they offer. Plus, they are always looking for members. Yep. Now, you would think VFW it stands for Veterans of Foreign Wars. You would think it would be easy to find those men and women. Not so much, and they don't always come out looking for it because membership dues and people think that this stuff's expensive. And then you start getting into, oh well, how dedicated do I have to be? And blah blah blah. So um, they actually talked to us because we helped organize one somewhere else. Right. And you know my our, our mutual friend, his yes. uh, his mom is big over at the VFW. Mm-hmm. So And we were like, you know what? That's actually a great community event. That gets people in your parking lot, gets people inside your building. And there is never anything wrong. Like when my church does it, 
they uh, have one classroom, one Sunday school class actually hands out information on the church. That yep. is their, and it's attached to a lollipop or something like that. Yeah. But it it gets thrown in the trick or treat bag too because that's that's the outreach part. Yeah. And totally. I told her, I said, there is nothing wrong with having somebody flip a card or some little pamphlet or something. You know, th- this is our calendar of events for the year. You know, because they do fundraisers year round. I told her, I said, there's nothing wrong with, you know, having one designated person to always drop the calendar of events. Just, you know, flip it down, flip it down. But they they have a nice little grassy area behind their parking lot where they do it. And last year was their first one, and it was an awful lot of fun. So this year we're going back. Wife's like, I want to do it again. So we're we're going back. And, you Mm -hmm. know, being at an organization like that, some of the rules that go with your religious organizations are not there. So you can get a little bit more spooky if you want to. Uh, we'll put it that way. Because uh, oh, I know okay. a lot of a lot of churches won't allow the spooky stuff. Yes. And I'm going to say spooky stuff. Because, no, you're fine. You know, I'm with you. Uh, but at the VFW, it's okay. The only thing they don't, they what they don't want is for you to forget that there's going to be five-year-olds. <laughs> they don't want right. to send people home with PTSD, but they want you to have a good time. Which tonight, we, we did easy. We, this snuck up on us. And uh, it was Wednesday. My wife's like, what should I do? And I looked at her and I went, for what? Oh. <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit, that's this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Th- this week has seemed to have jumped up on me. Like, we've got a couple of things coming up work-wise. And I've talked about them. I've prepped for them. And, you know, you always talk about it as part of the profession. We have what they call liner cards. So we have all of that information. Trust me, we are not tasked with memorizing it. Or we'd send you guys to all sorts of wrong places. Uh, but there's I mean, there's just a bunch of stuff. And then I look at my weekly to-do list, which is... I didn't used to have to keep one. God forbid, I do now. And I don't know if it's age or stuff. <laughs> Hell, it could be a Cosmo of all of it. <laughs> when she first found out, she told me. And I mean, this was a couple of months ago. Yeah, They put it out there because she's a member of the auxiliary there. So, right. you know, a couple of months ago, she knew about it. And she's like, we got to figure out what to do. Okay. Yep. And then Wednesday was the next thing. Yeah. I, next time I thought about it. And I no. just looked at her and I went, you know, we don't, because we don't live in an area where there's a lot of trick or treating and never have since we, in the 29 years we've yeah. been married, we have It's a, very area specific. Yes. We have a few Halloween decorations. Yep. Not a lot. And when it comes to decorating the trunk of a car, well, with what we drive, we don't have anything that's appropriate for doing that. Yeah, you don't keep banners and, and stuff. Yeah, and because I completely forgot, didn't have time <laughs> to start amassing stuff and, and creating a crafting project to put something together. So I looked at her real quick Wednesday night. I just looked at her and I went, you know what? I can decorate probably seven houses for Christmas. Let's have the Christmas truck. And she just sort of looked at me. She says, it's not a bad idea. And I'm like, just you know, we'll, we'll take we'll take this tree, take that tree. Uh, get get this light up animated thing. Get that light up animated thing. We'll put on our Santa hats and some Christmas, some kind of Christmas outfit. I know she's got Christmas sweaters, but you know it's like we'll we'll, we'll just dress up for Christmas. You know I can put on sweats and a, and a and a hoodie and and my Santa hat and life is good. I'll just look like it's Christmas morning. And I told her I said I'll even just make hot chocolate. We'll just make hot chocolate. Put it in the thermos. She goes all right. That that's that's not a bad plan. That's that's not a bad plan at all. And then, for whatever reason, at work Friday, it was a case of I had more than enough time on my hands to think. 
Right. I, I got put in one of those positions Friday. And that's and I don't mean to make it sound like I don't work all the time. No, no. But no, no, every no, once no. in a while I get in a position to where I'm basically just sitting in a truck. Right. Uh, and I and I can't get out of the truck because I have to move said truck and I have to operate said truck. But still chasing, I'm, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Without but, detail, still chasing, huh? But at any rate, yeah, I got like two or three more days to go. But at any rate, I, I got to thinking about it and I was like, you know what? It doesn't have to be spooky. It doesn't have to be cutesy. It doesn't have to be anything. So I got home with supper Friday and we're eating and I looked at I looked at my wife and I was like, um, I have figured out how to decorate the truck. I said, no, we'll take the pickup. And she looked at me real funny and she goes, okay. And I'm like, you see these fishing rods behind us? And her eyes lit up. I'm like, I'm putting on a hoodie. Go get our hats out of the camper that we were because we have the oh, we and they're boat. basically fishing hats. Yep. We have them in the camper because when we go for walks and stuff, the brim keeps the sun off your face, off yeah. your neck. I told her, I said, get the fishing hats out of the camper. I said, get the tackle box, get a couple of fishing poles. I said, get a couple of torches out of the camper. I said, we'll just set up at the back of the pickup truck. We'll get our chairs out of the camper. Remind me, I got a texture later to remind her to get the chairs out of the camper. But we'll get our chairs out of the camper and um, we'll just go and we will sit down. And I said, get the cooler. I said, we'll put the spare candy in the cooler. I said, so the cooler can sit between us. And she looked at me, she goes, so what are we going to be fishing in? And I looked at her, I said, you got these huge wash tubs that we used to bathe our larger dogs in. I said, they're still under the house. Grab one. She looked at me, she goes, I love it. I said, it's a good thing. Thank you for texting my wife to remind her to get those chairs. <laughs> and I, I, I mean, I'm here to serve. <laughs> and it's like, she was just so ecstatic that I had time to put thought into that. And she goes, yeah. I love it. She goes, and we don't even, have, she goes, we don't have to be spooky. She goes, there's no makeup. There's no special costumes. I'm like, no, you're right. And it's absolutely perfect. And this year, come, come Tuesday after Halloween, we're going to start planning next year's car. Guess what's not going to happen? Wednesday before next time. Go <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that it'll be the the same thing. I'll be I'll be at work going, damn it, we gotta we gotta yeah. do what? Uh, but I've got friends that prepare for this. Oh yes. They More buy yes. they they shop the Halloween store uh after Halloween, you know, when they're getting ready to pack everything up and leave. Yep. Uh so discount. Yeah. They, Nothing they, goes back they to go ahead and make their, their minds up then and then he is like a genius with he can take that styrofoam insulation board and make anything. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, they plan almost 12 months in advance what they're going to do. They had one planned out and did not have a trunk or treat to go to. <laughs> I mean, they were like almost getting desperate because <laughs> they had, a, but they really get into Halloween. We haven't really gotten into Halloween since our kid looked up at us and went, hey, you know what? I don't want a trick or treat. Oh, really? Great. We don't have to put the paper skeleton on the door. Pretty much, you know, it's no, just how I that happened. So, so we we did we went to our first truck or treat uh, within the last week or so, and we're still in that. Like, put her in her costume. She was fine. Wasn't really like yay. Like, saw it was different. Had extra stuff, but didn't grasp it. Like, there we're still in that learning to grasp phase. Um, and while she's picking up stuff quickly, I assume um, this Christmas will be excellent because there will be a remembrance. At that point, she's kind of old enough to remember, oh, oh, because she's starting to point at things she recognizes. And so she was uh, roughly nine months last Christmas. 
So we're going to be, you know, all working on two. So we're hoping to get some of that recognition um, more into rapping uh, as we've had birthdays throughout the year. It's, She's very it, interested yeah, in that. It's also easier now to see what, sh- what delights her. So you, you now have a little bit better idea what to get to get yes. that wow factor. Just remember, Santa needs to take the damn boxes with him because kids love empty boxes. Yes. Oh, yes. We attempted that feat last year, if you remember this conversation. Yes. We told all of our family members to just leave a pile of stuff. Yep. And I have two parents. One parent. One one and a half? One is adamant. Things must be wrapped. Therefore, things must be unwrapped. The other parent just wanted his big gift to be a surprise because... He was just over the moon with this find. So that had to be wrapped, even if nothing else had to be wrapped. He, I'll go with one and a half. Yeah, okay, <laughs> I still feel like one and a half is accurate because he was okay. He's like, if I don't have to wrap anything, it'll be great. Well, it depends um, on which direction that that whip got cracked, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? Everything got wrapped. <laughs> we, when, when the little one was coming up, we, we were... When we first started getting into it and Santa first started visiting, of course, you know, when you meet Santa for the first time, it, it's it's exciting because you, now you're an adult and you've got the kid and you get to meet Santa. And uh, when we realized, of course, you know, ours born in May, first Christmas, bummer. <laughs> but the next Christmas, like you, you're at that point. It was a little bit more fun. And when we yeah. realized that, that the child preferred the damn empty box, we had a conversation with Santa. You need to take yeah. your boxes away. <laughs> you just need to take them boxes away, buddy. Just leave them in uh, the garage where yeah, I can find like, them. I, That's there fine. There was one year. Every, I think it was the next year. She might have been two. Everybody's like, what does she want for Christmas? I'm like, empty boxes. So that's Just the, save your money and get, somebody get a refrigerator box and my, cut a window out of it. She'd be tickled. My <laughs> parents got something in from the uh, the family Bezos, and they got out what they needed, but it was perfectly fit in the box. So they're in that reach inside, grab it, shake it until they get enough air pressure that it lets go kind of thing. Um, and when they did it, it just fell to the ground, no problem. They go to set whatever the item was on a counter or put it where it needs to be. And they were like, oh, come out and get the box. That was a mistake. <laughs> My daughter, like a cat, had already claimed that box for hers. Um, so it is now her boat. She will put things in it and she'll go row, row, row. Yep. And I'm yep. like, oh, I, I could go to the ABC Sorry, that's store. a good sign, though. That's a good sign, though. That's an imagination, man. Oh, no, no. No argument for me. Um, we have... This, uh, I assume they, I don't know if they're just big right now or they've been for a couple of years. I'm only a year and change in, so I don't have any basis for knowledge. Um, this company puts out for lack of a better term, foam pads and shapes called nuggets. (laughs) And we got like the intro starter kit. So it's two foldable long stretches. They're pretty good sleepers when the baby's having a rough night. So there is a positive for mom and dad here. I yeah, think that was done on purpose. Uh, but it also comes with two triangular pieces. So a lot of building can be done and those types of things. There's There's been versions of that I'm all sure. the way through. I'm sure. Um, but to your point of the imagination, she'll point at it. And I'm like, well, what do you want to do? And she'll run over. She'll grab a piece. And she'll pick it up. And then she'll set it down. 
And it was who? And I was like, what's next? It's not that I don't want to be hands-on. I want her to do it. I want her to live it, do it, make it her own. And if something frets her, then I'll help because she knows how to say help. Absolutely, darling. What do you need? Tell me what you want. Problem is, we're not at a point where we can tell. So if I move it, I can usually gauge by the tone of whine, smile, or cry whether this is what she envisioned or not. That's the language barrier I'm currently dealing with. I know it'll be temporary, but I just don't want to disappoint her. <laughs> just wait. No, I'm, look, I am as thrilled just wait, to pieces. We, we decided, uh, even though Girl Child... Uh, and my girl child posted something about me raising her like a boy, even though she was a girl. But even though girl child, we, you know, I, I, I still got a lot of toys that you would yeah. typically think boy toys. I mean, she had matchbox cars and trucks yep. and things growing up, but we got the, uh, the Abraham sticks that you can build houses and stuff out of. And, uh, I realized at that point in time, thank you. Thank you very much. Flawless. I, it, I am slow clapping the hell I, out of that. <laughs> When you said it, I went. At first, I appreciate I, that. At first, I thought, "Did he buy the off brand?" And then I went, "Well done." <laughs> like I literally no, I tried just, to play because they make different brands yes, of everything. They do, um, and and they all have different names. Credit where credit is due. You've got Legos. You've got the what's the other one? Um, damn it! Now I drop one. I can't drop the other. Um, the old director sets. Yeah, the, the one that I was just referencing, Lincoln Law. Correct. Uh, but anyway, we got to say we mentioned those, those in a positive. By the way, Lego, you can shoot that super star star destroyer my way, and I will gladly talk all about. Hey, yourself. by the way, Lego, do some more Star Trek stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, whatever. Don't listen to him. Uh, yeah, He's phasers on kill. Anyway, um, so we got her those, and that's when I realized hey, that hey, one universe didn't have to worry about choosing. <laughs> yeah, true. Oh, uh, that's <laughs> not fair. I I need to. I, God, I'm such a nerd. I had to correct myself because they. Stunned Leia in the fourth one. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I was going to let you go. I know. No, I, was, I, I was seriously going to just let it go. That's how much of a purist I am. That's how much of a purist I am. I'm a self-hating fan. How dare you speak ill of what you love? Well, see, one was a definitive struggle between good and evil. The other one was, was actually trying to placate a perfect world going out into the galaxy. Uh, I mean, there's, it was a utopian-style society that Gene Roddenberry put together. Uh, but didn't work out because look at all the enemies we had. Of course, you wouldn't have a show. You know how to figured it out? There's there's no show of any type unless there's a plot. And typically there has to be... That's a, usually a, how it works. Bite me. But typically they have to be a, <laughs> that was a, almost like, a good, good evil plot. You know, because yeah. it's like I've been reliving Babylon 5. Laugh at me if you want to, but I've been reliving Babylon 5. And I turned and looked at my wife. I'm like, you know what? It's it's like we just get through with this war. And she looked at me. She goes, so is, it, is that the end of it? Are we done? And I'm like, no. And she looked at me. She goes, how do you figure that? And I looked at her. I said, storyline, we've got to go take care of this now. Literally, next episode, come on. And it started in, and it started that storyline. She turned and looked at me. She goes, I would say good job, but I know you've watched this. And I looked at her. I said, no, I haven't. I watched the first season. We're in season four. I've never ah. seen season four. I watched the first season and then lost track of it. Not lost interest in it, lost track of it. Sure. Because uh, that was another one of those things back out before streaming services. Right. But So I'm glad you kind of, while, while you said reliving but are also being reintroduced to it, I don't know. Oh, I know what it was. Um, 
there are people on TikTok that will play clips from shows and movies and so on and so forth. So if you follow shows, movies, and things and so on, you're going to get these folks who will eventually clip you a movie in three or four minute segments. Yeah. So you go to their page and it's for them it's generating traction and I understand every bit of that. Well, one of my favorite shows and I it's one of those that's always good, but it's easily forgotten. Because it wasn't a long-running show. It wasn't The Buddies that had eight, nine, ten seasons. Right. Um, it it wasn't um, Reinfeld, who was multiple seasons. The you know this the crime was, shows that seemed to just go on forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And I don't know how I don't. I'm waiting for Chicago Public Works because we've got police, fire, and EMS. Well, we've pretty much done every major city of a certain. Uh, That's true. Military too. investigation That's service. True. I mean, we've done almost every major city in the U.S. I mean, we need the we need the NY one. I reckon I, we're going to have to have NCIS New York. Oh my God! Uh, we've had New Orleans. We've had L.A. L.A.'s actually. I hate to Hawaii. say this. Love you, Gibbs, but L.A.'s actually. A little bit better than the original one, but <laughs> I wonder how much of that is the originals just jumped the shark. I, I don't know, but I, I I actually will watch those two more so over than the rest. Oh of yeah, them. yeah, no, it's uh, fine. And I was like that with the uh, CSIs as well. It, it when the offshoot started happening, and I understood. Yep, and it it made sense. Let's let's go get it. Let's put it in a different city. Give you some different, and it gave them a way to continue a franchise without having to yep. go on for two hundred seasons. And, and I, I completely get it, but the original was my favorite. And a lot of times the spinoff is not as good. Never. Sometimes the spinoff is better. Yep. Sometimes. Yep. Uh, matter of fact, uh, oh, I can go old school. Laverne and Shirley was a spinoff of Happy Days. Yes. And Laverne and Shirley was actually funnier yep. than Happy Days. To me, anyway. But Happy Days wasn't necessarily meant to just be funny, where I feel like Laverne and Shirley was. Like, it was meant to be a comedy where Happy Days was more of a, um, I would put it in the vein of a later variation of The Wonder Years. It had I, moments of comedy, but overall it was more about living life. I, I want to say, for me, because I've watched both of them all the way, yeah. every, I want to say what happened was they brought on these two characters for one or two episodes and decided, okay, maybe we should bring them back again and found yeah. out that those two women were stealing that episode. Correct. They worked that well together and they were kind of stealing that episode. Uh, so they were like, well, let's let, let's let's build something around them. Well, focus uh, groups push that way too. There's a lot of people that don't know this. Uh, true Robin William fans remember Mork from Mork. Yes. Uh, and Mork first got introduced to the public on Happy Days. Yes. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Mork's girlfriend, who was played by Pam Dauber, Pam is married to Mark Harmon. And she actually guest stars sometimes on that show. So, yes. anyway. But I went... I'm a credit watcher. Can you tell? That's fine. <laughs> I, I'm an IMDb guy, so... Well, I, that, I, I'll, I'll take I, the instant I gratification. Enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy IMDb, but a lot of times I actually just want to sit and see the credits to see if I was right. Yeah. Um, like, one of the one of the actors in uh, Babylon 5 actually played in Animal House and in a Twisted Sister video. Now, I didn't know about the Twisted Sister video, but I recognized there was something he said. There was something he right. did. There was a moment... On that show, that I was like, "Wow, I, I I gotta find out if I know if I'm right about who this guy is." 
and I was. But, you know, and I think that's that's part of it for me. A lot of times, even though I can skip the intro, I will watch the intro just to see who guest starred. Yeah. But, you know, for for me, having, well, you were around when Babylon 5 came out, yep. but like the original Wonder Woman and you get a little bit older with, with some of the shows that were mm-hmm. back in the 70s when I was a child, I've seen some of these people after they have evolved, grown up, and gotten other roles, and now it's a case of, Holy cow! Really, they were on that show. I mean, you know, it, it and it's it turns into a yeah. lot of fun, uh, yeah. especially when you're doubling back to something that's that's older. Yeah. Well, and that that's kind of what I'm reliving right now. This show was so good and so underrated for me. And when it came out originally, I did not appreciate it for what it was, based on what I do now. And it is. I know exactly what you're talking about. Be my guest. WKRP. No. Oh, really? No. You missed. That's a good show, though. Need to watch it. I I have thought about it. I've seen more and more references to it than I need to. Go forward. But no. um, A guy that stepped up in a manner, and and credit to the producer, director, creator. This is where he will stretch out his description to the point that I'm ready to kill him before he tells me. You may you know the main character from Dumb and Dumber. The main character on this show was one of the two in Dumb and Dumber. Okay, Jeff Daniels. Uh huh. The newsroom. Oh, sad. I, I oh watched my it. god. Now I've I look back. I loved it. In the moment, it was amazing. It got a ton of popularity. Not no at the no. It got wonderful ratings in terms of accolades and kudos from people across the spectrum. But it never hit like a Sopranos did or anything else. I don't know if it was just the time frame or what. But now that I'm going back and watching it, and it's all dated because all of these stories are, are dated. But these folks do an adaptation of what it looks like to be in a newsroom and they go back and cover historical events and how this whole thing oh, comes together. Okay. So, for example, and I won't, I won't necessarily ruin the whole thing, um, the Deepwater Horizon accident, the yep. oil rig, that was their opener. That's what they opened it with and how it got from point A to point B and the production at the end of the evening. And I mean, it's like anything else. There's character development and so on and so forth. But there was, there's just a flow and a beauty to that series. And again, I realize it does not hit everyone the same way. All of the people that have reviewed it love it. Aaron Sorkin, the creator, ended that series way too soon. It did not get canceled. He chose to walk away. He left just... Oh, I think they ran out of news. I think they ran out of stories. They were quickly <laughs> catching up with current. Yeah, which is going to make a, a show like that difficult Totally. To so he stopped while he was ahead. I long for new stuff. Like I would love to see how they got to some of the shit we have right now, and and from their perspective. Now he again, might should have started further back than he did. He could have got more seasons. Well, yes, and but no. then you have to spend money on getting clothing and cars and sets because you got people like me that's like 1985. Uh-uh, excuse me. That's a 93 car. I mean. Right. <laughs> well, and th- That car was put out in 1994, thank you. <laughs> there's, ver- there's very little 
in that side of things because most of it is sir most of it is handled in individual rooms and it just like but what they're highlighting is social media in terms of fact finding and gathering of information and and wires and those types of things it's all tech based they're focusing very strongly on the twitters the instagrams the facebooks on how all of that comes together and just I don't want to say pulling back the curtain on how news is done, but kinda, but in a dramatic fashion. And I just, it's one of, it's one of my favorite series that I never think to talk about. And I'm just, and were we not doing this, no one would know I'm watching. Well, this all started because I figured out how to talk about a toy and I rebranded it. So yes, (laughs) no, it's fine. Now we're talking about shows. No, it's fine. I, I actually, I had a. I had so from one from one sci-fi guy to another. Have you bothered with Firefly and Serenity? So I have been. I missed it. I was not in the realm when it hit. I have been chastised mercilessly for not watching it, and I own that I have not. But I hear good things, and I'm, I should. That's one that when when you're finally done, and watch watch Firefly first, then watch Serenity. Correct. Uh, and when you're through, you'll be appreciative of how they took care of everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to do anything to spoil it. No, you're fine. And you will actually be upset that that world did not go further. That That's the overall consensus yes. from anybody that's watched um, it. That's what they tell me. They're like, you're going to love it, and you're going to hate the way they did yes. it. I'll take wanting more than other shows that I have beaten into the ground over and over because well, you gave me the world I wanted and then you yeah. shat on it to finish. What, and what I'm, for anybody that's not familiar, what I'm referencing is Firefly is a series. It's, it's three seasons long. And then because they took it off the air, the fandom that was created for that... Generated the movie. Generated a movie. And the movie gave you closure, but still leaves you wanting more. Yep. That's that's uh, and that's the, and that's one of the things that you know and it, and I'm I'm crossed with please God reboot it and don't touch it, leave it alone. There is like when sci-fi rub. rebooted Battlestar Galactica, my first thought was bad idea, bad plan, bad sci-fi, bad sci-fi. But when I watched that that premiere and it was only supposed to be like a two-hour movie. When I watched that premiere, it was a two-hour little mini, well, actually more like a three-hour little mini-series. I watched it, and at the end of it, I was like, oh, we need to have more of this. Yeah. I've still not made it through every episode of every season because it hits like a lot of shows. There, there's a lull, and when I hit that lull, I have a hard time going back to it. Then I find interest in other stuff, and it gets pushed aside, but it a, a way darker side to something I grew up with. Sure. The, 80, the 80s version of it was lighter. Little, little less uh, gory is a good word, uh, but and I've I've kind of enjoyed some of these shows being redone so that you get that darker side, right? Uh, because you know it exists, yep, but it's not portrayed. And now nowadays that darker side can be put out there for the younger audience, right? Whereas in the eighties everything had to be on the light side. You know, stuff blew up, but it was obviously a firecracker. You so, know it. <laughs> So for comparison, <clears throat> excuse me, for comparison's sake, if I were to give another example, <clears throat> and I don't <clears throat> get it out of your throat, good there grief, you go. it's early. Cough so it I'm up. still getting rid of, still getting rid of the morning crud. Uh-huh, that's, um, that's what we'll call it. Yeah, that's fine. 
Um, cartoon series did the same. G.I. Joe, Transformers. The cartoons, while could be world-ending in certain manners, came off as, gotta have that positive message. Gotta have yep. a great bit of news before your morning cereal. Yep. Like, it, it had that kind of delivery. Uh, what, and then when you watch the movies, love them or hate them. There are plenty of people that are on both spectrums, probably more hate than love. They got much darker because yes. they had the opportunity, because their audience that well, they appealed to when they were younger is now like, Everybody older. talks about how violent Bugs Bunny and, and you know all of that. It's like, hey, that's just too violent. I don't want my kids growing up watching that violent stuff. What do your kids watch? Because I've watched the stuff on Cartoon Network. I've watched the stuff on Nickelodeon. And there's just as much slapstick humor in those cartoons. And I'm going to call it slapstick humor. But there's just as much exploding and getting hit over the head with anvils and pianos falling. I mean, good grief, people. It's the same thing, different characters. I, I would hope... I would hope if there was something to take from that, and I realize this is going to be a hot take, that is, there are some that are going to just, they'll want to try to come for me, and that's fine. I'm of the opinion there are consequences of what happens when you try to bully someone. And at some point, the bu- the kid you're bullying is going to strike back and hit you with a bat, and it's going to hurt. Yes. And so to me, that's kind of... It teaches consequences. You see that stupid cat get hit with a bat 14 times. You're going to go, that looks like it hurt. I probably shouldn't do anything that gets me hit with a bat. Like, there's subliminal messages well, see, to that. I, I'm on, I'm, I, I am of the, and it's because I'm half a century old, I am of the shut the hell up, and if you don't want your kids watching it, change the damn channel. Right. No, I'm with you. Quit censoring everything because it offends you. The fact that you're offended offends me, and I can't censor you. Depending on what political faction you are affiliated with, our county has done that before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> kind of wish they still did. But, you know, it's just one of those cases of, um, I, I think it's time to come back full circle. Uh, you and I have said it before, let's take yeah. the warning labels off. That's my new thing. I mean, I'm I not, that I'm not saying five-year-olds need to be, you know, watching graphic sex scenes. What I'm saying is, is play whatever you want to play on the TV and leave it up to mom and dad to change the damn channel. Because, you know, right now, today, there's way too much access, number one, and the parents are having to parent. See, my parents had to parent. Well, all we had was 13 channels and HBO. And by God, the kids did not watch HBO after 7 o'clock at night. But, you know, it, it, but my parents had to parent. They, didn't, they couldn't hand me a tablet or a phone or an iPad or a video gaming system. I mean, we had Pong. Bloop, 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 bloop. That'd make anybody want to go crazy. Uh, so they actually had to parent. We chose to parent. We had two TVs in the house. One was, was in the living room. One was in the den. Now, did she watch movies in the den with everybody? Yes. Movies for her age range. Yep. Now, when we were upstairs, the TV was in the living room so that she could watch her cartoons and stuff without us all being separated because, you know, one was downstairs, one was upstairs. Do it. Bless you. Maybe. Kind of look like, don't throw up. Anyway, no, um, I did. <laughs> I was I was trying to be cognizant of everybody who's listening and not go. <laughs> and, I was, <laughs> and, and I was trying to just you know make a big ass joke about it. But anyway, we I mean nope. that's which we wanted we wanted her to be able to watch TV while we were cleaning house and stuff like that. 
because it, it did entertain her, but we tried to limit the video time and we made sure we checked everything first. Uh, I mean, we had to parent and I, I watch it in the stores and stuff so many times. It's like mom just hands the phone over and will you be quiet? And I'm sitting over going, bad plan. Yeah, no. I. So we've had a couple of instances where we have gone to the phone, but they're in isolated locations. We are, we're willing to let the TV be on. My mother has done a phenomenal job with this, and it's not like she doesn't have experience, but she's doing it in a manner differently than she did for my sister and I. Granted, the level of distractions were much different, even at that point, because I was born analog and moved digital. I am one of the, I was one of the ones who was on the cusp of that. Um, I mean, you were brought through it yeah, as well. I was brought through but it. But you had a window before and a window after. I had a much shorter window of before and a whole lot of after. I can really relate to the to the to the meme on Facebook where you see all the bikes piled up together. And this is this was social media back in when I was Correct. a kid. I can relate to that. That's how we knew where everybody was. Pretty much, we, we literally parked our bikes in the front yard of the house we were hanging out in, or rather behind, because rarely did. 15 of us hang out inside someone's house. Right. And typically, like, behind my house was a pretty decent, like, gym set, swing set type thing. So, you know, five or six kids at any given point in time could be in the backyard playing on all that. And my parents didn't care as long as one of us was outside. Didn't want kids playing out there on the stuff if our, if we weren't out there. So, in other words, don't, don't come help yourself when we're not at home, basically. But that's how we all knew where everybody was. And we could ride by and go, well, Jimmy, Steve, and Sarah's there. You know, I mean, because we knew whose bikes were whose. Mm -hmm. uh, and I 100% I relate to that. Do I enjoy my social media? Yes, it's brought me closer to family that lives far away. Uh, do I hate my social media? Yes. Most oh, of the time, I'd like to shoot it. It's toxic as hell. Uh, it's, it, it gets old, and you've already noticed, I have times in which I just, I'm, I'm down. I, that's it. Now, I'll still go share jokes for us. Right. Uh, but there's times when it's like, I'm down. And <laughs> he picked up on it quick. I'll put a picture up when it's like, <laughs> oh boy, my wife just sent him a text back. Anyway, uh, but I mean, it's it's one of those six and one half we dozen. We made your calendar. Yes. How about that? I'm sorry. I did not mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, it's okay. It's one of those six and one half dozen of the other things. I just, I just think, I, I think, I don't think five-year-olds and 10-year-olds and 12-year-olds need any type of social media. And I, I just, I would limit phone time, screen time, so to speak. Yep. Uh, and I've watched, I, I've really just watched too much of it in stores where, you know, parents are using that phone to just entertain their kids so they don't have to parent. And and I get it. I, I had a kid going through a store. They're bored out of their damn skull and they want to leave. They've got other things that they'd like to do. And, you know, my child always got told something completely different than most people. Instead of, here, play a game on daddy's phone, my child got told, you know, you can shut up and uh, let me get this done and play with your toys when you get home, or you can be in trouble. So that that's, that's the part where I feel like I, I am more self-conscious, and we've had that conversation, especially like at restaurants and things. If my kid is being unruly... I don't want to be the reason other folks have anguish in their moment. So I would lean towards your direction first. And then if I just get it, because it's got to be done. Yes. I'm going to go, 
if you but, can be quiet, I'll let you watch my like. You got to behave see, I love until your, I've got, I actually love your approach to the socialization in a restaurant. You have a particular establishment that you frequent on a weekly basis, so everybody knows you knows her. So there's not a soul in there at that time frame. Except for maybe the the odd stranger that come to visit a right. relative, sure. There's not really anyone in there in that time frame that if she screams out, is going to be really annoyed by it, right? But it, and 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 none of them are going to look harshly upon you because they when you're working with days the, and bad yeah days. when you when you're working with the socialization, that's actually a great thing before you head for that crowded restaurant. <sighs> Oh, we did it. We we tried know, to be off hours. We tried to be when it, and now we try to be there at the restaurant when it's not busy because we don't like people. But anyway, <laughs> it's like, dude, we we solidarity. We have brother. gone from let's go get lunch at lunchtime to let's go have a late lunch, early dinner. So three o'clock. <laughs> it's like, but um, but it's and I I guess and I'm not really chastising everybody on the planet, but yet I am no. at the same time. There's a. For me, anyway, it looks like there's a lot of people that are being being lazy. Here, this will entertain you, right? And and be done with it. And I don't I don't know that that's a hundred percent a good thing. No, and uh, it, it's it's not. Also, but, by the way, people put your freaking phone down when you're driving. Jesus, I've seen too much of that in the past two weeks. <laughs> I have my moments where I'm guilty of that, but never with the kid in the car. That if if I have a caveat or a confession in that volume, if it's just me, I I'm not necessarily watching movies or anything, but I use my phone for shuffling through music. So I'll scroll, scroll, look up, scroll to see what my next song is going to be. So I own it. But at the same time, get you one of those things where you mount it on your dash. <sighs> Because really and truly, and I'm going to be honest about this, the the closer you are, because to your I drive world. because I drive for a living, it's a big deal. But really and truly, scrolling for a song on your phone is really no different than the age old taking a cassette out, putting it in the player, or taking a CD out and putting it in the player, or changing the radio station. Yeah. Your if if the phone is on your dash, your eyes can glance. Mm-hmm. And you can keep up and down because everybody goes, oh, distracted driving, and then your driving instructor's like, oh, you got to watch your speedometer, you need to watch your gauges, you got to look in all your mirrors, you got. So you, your eyes are constantly moving while you're driving anyway, yep. um, and unfortunately with touch screens, you don't have the same thing as it used to be. Used to be, you I could reach over, I could reach over and go, okay, fast forward is the second button. There it is. You know, and I never had to take my eyes off yep. the road, but with touch screens, and cars are starting to have touch screens on their stereos. Oh, yeah. Uh, the cars with voice commands, by the way, I love my voice command for my TV now, but the stars with the cars that's got voice commands, where I, like if you can go to your phone, hey phone, go to blah, blah, blah album, that's the perfect way to go. Yeah. My other pet peeve currently is the people that are like, oh, I'm hands free, but they've got the phone in that one hand. It's not hands-free if you're holding the phone, no. folks. Also, quit carrying your conversations on on speakerphone and the damn line at the grocery store. That is that is a common courtesy thing. Good God, that is common courtesy. I have, depending on who it is, more or less, how much of a scene am I prepared to make? <laughs> I have answered a couple of questions that they've asked in the speakerphone conversations. Somebody go, what do you have for dinner? And before the person I'm that's actually on the phone answers, they go, cheese steaks. See, <laughs> I'm that person too. <laughs> now, I will say this. Situational awareness. If it's a dude who's 6'5", 320 pounds, and has come from the gym, and is built, 
That guy can have whatever conversation he wants. Now this this is <laughs> but hilarious. If it, but if it, and if it's a little old lady who's hard of hearing, she can have whatever conversation yes. she wants. But if we, dickhead uh, teenager is going, man, I don't even shut fuck up. You have not earned the right to be on speakerphone in public. You have neither been all that time at the gym, nor right, are you a sweet little so, old lady. You are a fucking punk. So, all right, so here's a couple of things. One, true story. When my family does holiday stuff, a lot of times I, I really get to cooking. And there's a grocery store here in town that I can order specifically what I want. That way I know that I'm going to get it. It's going to be there on next day. All I got to do is go. It's got my name on it. So yes. I went to said grocery store, and you know where it is. It's over on, on over, over on North Main. And um, oh god, man, do you, I you do know ask about for that it? Place. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but I, they have a weekly ad that's we, to die for yeah, every week. My wife calls and she's like, "We you know we because that that particular time we were going to do ribs, I believe it was, and she's like, we need this and we need it for this many people in the the butcher shop back there. They're great about oh well, you're going to need that. Oh, we'll have it. Here's his name's yep. on it." So I get there and I'm waiting in line and it's close to said holiday. So the line's got some length to it. I've I've gotten assistance. I'm there. I'm waiting in line and this lady's on the phone uh, behind me and she, you can she's talking with her family member. They're planning their meal. Pass. So at this point, I'm okay with that and I'm kind of listening because you'd be surprised what you can learn from a conversation like that. And then all of a sudden, I mean, I'm kind of minding my business, but I'm eavesdropping at the same time. And all of a sudden, I get this, huh? Guy in front of me got ribs. Wonder what he gonna do? And I turned around and joined the conversation. I told her you everything I was planning there. to do, how <laughs> I was how I was planning to go. The three of us had a great time in line, waiting to go check out. Actually, right. wished them a happy holiday and took off. And I even said it loud enough for the person on the phone hollered, "Nice meeting you!" And took off. These people are probably still laughing about you know the crazy old white guy. Well, but, but anyway, it's, but again, in that moment. I understand it. If that's a question and it can become a conversation that is actually practical to the, the person that's there. The minute there. she said it out loud, I was brought into the conversation. The fact that I joined the conversation, I think, made her day. We were having a great time talking about well, it. Well, because in most instances, shut up and take your phone off speaker. Yeah. I don't but mind see, if you're now, on the phone. On the teenager aspect or young adult aspect... I've been in line waiting, and they're talking on speakerphone. And you hear this, well, you know how she is. She'll just do whoever. And they're calling names. And I have actually looked up. And I mean, just looked up and went, you know, excuse me, but um, you got a shirt on from the same school where my daughter goes to school. I think I know who you're talking about. Y'all might not want to have that conversation in public. And I mean, they go red faced, I, 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 and they can't get off the phone quick enough because, as you say, situational awareness. If you're going to be talking about somebody, not in a good light, right. and you're calling names, and you're in the middle of a grocery store or in the middle of the super center, you're making a bad, bad move. You don't know what parent or grandparent or aunt or uncle are around you. Exactly. I mean, you are really making a bad move. Uh huh. You, you could very much meet up with the wrong parent in that moment, too, and go, so what's the last name of the person you're talking about? And when they tell you, that I just envisioned snatching you by the ear and dragging you out and go, let's talk to your parents. You and I are going to have a conversation be, with the see, principal. I would, be, I, would be that, I would be that dad. I, I would literally be that dad. I would be standing out in front of that school to pick up my child waving at that, at, at that, that person. Oh no! Hey, how are you? 
It, it, Remember me from the grocery store? Where's your dad? I'll say, <laughs> if that conversation were to happen and God save that teenager, if at some point in time it is my daughter that's name is will be shared in that moment, I will fucking end you in public. Well, now, you know, <laughs> it will be public. Kids kids are going to be kids. And, and I, I, and get, I that get that, too. And those conversations, those conversations need to take place. I think people have gotten so used to that thing being in their damn pocket yep. that they don't realize that they're inviting everyone around into that conversation. If you were standing in the middle of anywhere that's populated, talking on speakerphone. You have brought everyone into that conversation. Yep. Now, if you need to talk on the phone, fine. Sometimes my mom calls, and I need to go ahead and answer it while I'm in the grocery store or while I'm in the super center. But you're not going to hear my mom's side unless she's yelling, which sometimes is possible. But anyway, you know, I will actually walk away from people. In a situation like that, so that I can have that conversation. And I've also looked at that phone and went, "Nope, later." Yeah, call you back when I get in the car because I know where this is going, and I and I don't want to right. talk about it right now. No, and then, but that's the thing. Hey, I'm in line at the grocery store. I'm gonna call you back. Or hey, did you need something? I'm in line. I can step out if you need it. Blah 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 blah, and it's yeah. done. But again, that is situation by situation, call by the, call. These things Those are, are different. These things are very convenient. Um, I mean, I we're also, sending more and more people towards them. So. Yeah, I also grew up with one attached to the wall. Did not tell me who was calling when it yeah. rang, and I lived through it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have twenty four hour access to to my friends. I, it wasn't in my pocket. I couldn't have. My daughter could have. Could have had. Let me put it like that. Could have had private conversations with their with her friends because she had her own phone and phone number. Uh huh. Now. I was the dad that was like, here's your phone. This is your phone number. That phone belongs to me. Anytime I say I want to look at it, you better turn it over. And don't you dare put a password on it. Yeah. End of discussion. All I had to do is put put my hand out, palm up. She was going to hand it to me. Because I was going to keep track. Now, did I do that often enough to know who she was talking to and what she was talking about? Well, am I well aware that she knew how to delete a text after it come through? Yeah, I, I'm not an idiot. But the, a little bit of fear is a good thing. Her knowing that at any given point in time, I could just go, hey, that's mine. I mean, riding down the road, just put my hand in the back seat. You can give that to me now. So I had, I had a... Uh... And we've talked about this somewhat more off the air than and than on the air, but um, my wife and I are are in different spectrums when it comes to discipline, and I can be I don't want to be heavy handed. Heavy handed sounds like I'm abusive, and I don't mean that. I'm quicker to go to uh, corrective action more so than my wife, and. I had an incident yesterday, in fact, where I bridged the gap between her take and mine. I, my wife has a table runner across our dining room table for decoration and so on and so forth. And because of that, it hangs off the edges as every good runner should. <laughs> um, as as we're as I have spent all this talking about phones, I'm sitting over here. Yeah. A friend of mine it, sent me a Snapchat with a Halloween filter, and I just took a picture and I had yeah. to show it to Josh. So 
But that that's one of the good things about it. Yes. Just for a second. It's one of the good things about it, though. I can be here to do this, and it takes us several hours to do what we yes. do. And I can still be in contact without having to, you know, constantly yeah. put, put pause and put this on pause. Okay, back to Table no, Runner. No, you're fine. So, Table Runner hangs off the edges because it runs the length and so on and so forth. And there's all sorts of decorative stuff and breakable stuff on it that you don't really want moved. So, our daughter, it, we didn't do the high chair thing. We did... One of those that mounts to an already available kitchen chair. Um, so while I'm prepping her food in the final stages, go ahead, put her in the seat. Because I'm like, I'm waiting for this to finish. So I'll put her in the seat, go get thing two and bring it back and we're done. So I put her in the seat, lock everything down. I go to turn and I see her just straight up reach out, grab runner and pull. Now, she has done this multiple times, more to my wife than me. And so I reached over, took her hands away, and said, we don't pull on that. We don't pull on that. I don't move. I just let go and said, we don't pull on that. Immediately, snatch it and pull again. Not a big deal. I'm there. Nothing's going to fall. I should let it because my wife will then learn. But more than likely, I'll just be in trouble for letting it happen. Uh, so I go again, grab her hands, pull them away, say no. No, ma'am. I take a sterner tone, hoping that will take. Guess what didn't take? <laughs> so she immediately reaches out a third time. And after, also, as part of the second one, I say, if you do it again, I'm going to get your hand. Sure as anything. She's learning, though. She's craftier than people think she is. Instead of reaching out with both hands, she reaches out with the hand that's furthest away from me. So she keeps this hand out of the fray. Her left hand, which is closest to me, the one I threatened to get, in her lap. So she reaches out one-handed. Never looks at me, just does it anyway. So I grab the other hand and smack it. I mean, I get tears. I do not leave a red mark, just for clarification's sake, you pansies. I went with corrective action. This morning, I've got her breakfast ready to go. My wife comes out and sitting at the table. Baby reaches for the runner. My wife moves her hand away, says, we don't do that. She looks to me first to see if I'm paying attention. And I just, I play it off. I keep going. Reaches out and does it again. That's the moment I walk over and go, do we need to go through what we went through yesterday? We didn't reach for it anymore. So, see, there's, there's nothing wrong with any of that. The and I don't play a role in this because he's not really related to me, but the pseudo-son-in-law's got a son. Yes. Love the kid. He's my little buddy. Yes. That's where I get my pawpaw practice. Correct. But when we see them, a lot of times, we're in the camper. The camper has all sorts of neat little buttons that do things. And they are at the two-foot-tall level. Oh, because you're right near and, the door. And yes, you do it and some outside. of them just cut on what the, the, the manufacturer calls accent lights. Yes. What my wife and I go, we could have spent that money on something useful, lights. <laughs> but, you know, it was already built. We didn't order it. But anyway, and he... I still kids, need to go search, by the way. Kids love light switches. Yes, my daughter loves so, doing it. One that he can reach, the camper's got an island in it, and it's got lights around the bottom. 
It's designed to be an accent light, or you can use it as a night light. Yep. We don't. We prefer a different type of night light, but that's fine. They're kind of cool. We're heading out. It's getting dusk. We'll cut a couple of those on just because they're in the camper. Come home. I don't really come home get, to the yeah, house with lights. I don't lights like on. coming into a dark house. But anyway, he likes to flip the switch. He's not going to hurt anything. He's really not going to hurt anything. I don't care if he flips the switch. But you go up the steps into the gooseneck, as it's called, or we refer to it as the upstairs since it's our vacation home. You go past a panel with a boatload of buttons on them. Levelers, well, power switches. We don't have levelers, but we have three rooms that are on mechanics because they slide in and out of the camper. Uh, the water pump, the water heater. The water heater has two different functions. There's lights. There's the buttons that let the awnings in and out. All of these things, this, this is the actual control panel for the majority of the functions of the camper. Now, he gets there and he realizes he can touch it. And what we get is, please don't do that. They call his name, but I'm not going to call his name on the, on the show. But, you know, we get so-and-so, please don't do that. So-and-so, please don't little do dude. that. We don't do that. Hey, little buddy, we don't do that. And after about five times, I'm sitting over going, this is never going to end. It's, it's, it's a game. It's a game of keep away. You've come and got me and told me no. I'm giggling and running straight back. This is a game of tag. So finally he went up there and he managed to hit a button. I don't even know which button he hit. I think he cut on some lights for the outside. But he managed to hit a button and I growled it in my dad voice. Dude, we don't do that. And I mean, I just growled it. And I mean, he jerked his hand back. Yeah, you looked up. I spiked it. He jerked his hand back and he stood on that steps for a minute. And he, he, he wanted to tune up and cry. And his dad is just staring me down. I turned over and I looked at him. I said, first of all, my house. <laughs> I love that. I love the freedom to do that. I've done that. My parents have done and that I to said, me. <laughs> I said, second of all, don't get me wrong. Not not chastising your parenting style. I'm, I'm good with your parenting style. Yeah. It's it's great. It's none of, my, none of my business anyway. Kid's not genetically related to me. But he's got to quit touching that control panel. He goes, well, I was working on that. You were playing a game of tag. Yeah. And he thought about it for a minute and he goes, you know, you're right, I was. <laughs> yeah, you were playing a game of tag. Now, I'm not, the, the please don't do that, we don't do this. The, the yeah. softer side of that is great, but sometimes you need to, you need to raise your voice. You got to know sometimes what the difference you gotta, is. Yeah. You got to put two, two fingers across the, the back of the hand. It's not going to hurt them. Uh, the, the, there's a nice padded diaper. I'm, you, you don't have to pat them like you're swinging a croquet mallet. <laughs> Just, you know, a, a little bit we of a remember, pat's enough. We remember this story, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> we remember this story. I went for diaper when I was trying to be corrective, and I got leg. I planned for enough of an impact for I'm the not, diaper. And I, I want to go on... <laughs> I want to go on record for saying that I I, I did not abuse my child, and my child will no. say that. I, I think altogether she may have gotten two or three whoopings, but we found out early on my child did not like losing her possessions. Correct. Uh, and once once we found that out, that was our parenting technique at that point. If yep. she didn't want to lose her possessions, then we took possessions. Uh, and I actually had a, a shelf in a coat closet. That's where it went until it was time for her to get it back. So that anytime that door was open, she knew where her taking things were. Uh, I've actually made her go to her room. Everybody says time out. Oh, you should be doing time out. Go to your room is time out, people. But that's where all their toys are. Okay, I've got a spin on that one. But go to your room sometimes is get out of my hair. So I don't care if she's got all of her right. toys back there. 
Sometimes it's, I've had enough of you in, in changing channels. Go to your room. Now she's away from the TV. It's what I want to take away at that moment. Now, I have sent her to her room because I have had so much of enough of her that I've told her, you go to your room, you sit down in the middle of your bed, and when I come back here, you better not have anything in your hand. Don't you touch a single thing in that room. I mean, that, that's almost straight-up torture. Now you're in there with all your toys looking at it, but what you're actually waiting on is for Dad to calm down long enough to come have the lecture. Because <laughs> when I roll in there, you're going to get the lecture, and you're going to have to sit on that bed, and you're going to have to listen to me wear you out verbally for what you just did. But everybody's different. Yep. And we have to, like, in, in church, dealing with the kids, we can't, we can't get stern with them. We have to say things like, please, let's use our walking feet. Whereas Kenny's versions of, hey, stop, quit running, works better. No harm, no foul for me. I totally get it. But, I mean, and our pediatrician told us, you know, it, you, you can spank a child, but if you're doing it more than once a, once a week, you're not getting anywhere. And that was just always, that was our last resort thing because we were able to take toys and, and stuff of that nature. Which actually brings us back around to the Abraham Sticks story that I never finished. Mm -hmm. That was a Christmas story. So that's when I found out my child was definitively mine because she was playing with those and she couldn't get them to do exactly what she wanted them to do. And just like my throwing hammer... Those things went across the freaking floor. And I mean, just like typical, I, I don't want to say temper tantrum, but just typical clear off the table style. She just slung him suckers. And I sat there and all I could do was laugh. My wife comes around the corner. What was that? She's mine. <laughs> so She's going to have a temper. <laughs> so that is my... We were talking earlier about the uh, the wrapping of Christmas gifts, and the one gift that my father was so adamant about my daughter having was a little riding plane that made noise, and you pull the lever and the pe propeller swings. Oh, sweet. Oh, it, it's cool. And uh, Do they make it in an adult size? <laughs> you need a license for that. You've got licenses for a lot, but not that. Um, I do sit six, six, six inches higher on one side. Yeah. So... My daughter, <laughs> I, my chiropractor said that's bad for me, um, but she will, she hasn't necessarily learned how to like push herself along and ride it. She went straight to walking. So she's like, go. Like sometimes she'll walk behind it. That's eh, a, she will deem that tedious, especially when she bumps into something. Backing up is a problem. She doesn't take to sitting on it and, and riding it. And she either... I don't know if she's ever going to figure that out or she just doesn't care to. She will grab that toy. And if she wants it to go somewhere where she can sit on it and watch, she will literally pick the entire thing up, carry it where it needs to go. <laughs> because she's gotten so frustrated that she drove it into a wall. She'll drive it into a wall and then go, mm, and she'll, my mom will go back up. She'll turn, look at her, not with the stern look of mind your business woman. It's not that <laughs> point yet, but she'll go, I can do this. And she will move to the side of the thing and pick the whole toy up. The toy's on wheels. She will pick the whole toy up, carry it to where she wants to sit. So if it's out of looking out a window and she wants to fly, she will set it at the window and then climb back on. <laughs> I love it. That Determination. Is, that is me to a T. 
That's why I have lower back issues, I'm sure. <laughs> but I'll give an example. Well, we talked about this last week where I was looking for something file folder-wise and couldn't find what I needed. And as I'm trying to get out a box of files, this dog bed, the spare dog bed, keeps falling down, falling down, falling down. And I get sick of trying to put it back up there. So I pull the file folder. It falls. I fling the pillow. Just yeah, get it out of the way. Now that it's down, time for it to leave. (laughs) I am done with you. And my wife got home later and was like, why is the dog pillow over there? And I was like, I don't want to talk about it. And she goes... Did you really get pissed at a dog pillow? Yes. And I went, Yes, I did. You need to get in a damn file folder. You're lucky it's still in this house. <laughs> so, that, so that night at dinner, my daughter drank all of the drink in her container. We couldn't tell because it sits right there with her. So she's trying to get more out. And I'm like, well, Do you want us to get you some more? And she gets so mad that she throws the cup. Now, my wife is trying not to be mad. And then I go, Hmm, it's like the dog bed. And my wife goes, you think? She's like, you do this all the time. And you're not even around her. Oh, I 100% raised the mini-me myself. I 100% raised the mini-me. Well, the upside is I can guarantee she's not all mine because she likes to nap and my wife naps. (laughs) My wife naps like I breathe. I uh, no, I, I raised a mini me. I, I I'm well aware of it. I ride with her in a car, and I don't even I don't even think about it. I just I just hold on and go. And the first time my wife caught me like catching catching a glance at the speedometer, she goes, "Just shut up. You taught her. I I didn't teach. According to you, you taught her." Mm, but, that's all. That's you know, a fight for but another that's, day. That's one of those cases. Up. She's oh she's she's 100 percent mine. It period. End of discussion. There's no there's no. I can't not claim that. I I really can't. Um, but guess what, uh, folks? Uh, he's Josh. I'm Kenny, and we've been an hour and five minutes and have not said that this was Random Ramblings. And as always, it's a pretty decent idea and, and a pretty good plan. Don't be a dick. <laughs>